0: So if you consistently act from a place of, I'm a successful entrepreneur, then even when times are challenging and you are going through something, you can navigate that situation from a position of confidence and resilience. Welcome to the success club, the podcast where we delve into all things, business, marketing, mindset, and how to succeed as an entrepreneur. I'm your host, Shakira Jade multiple seven-figure business owner and business coach with a passion for helping people succeed and blaze their own trail in business. If you are ready to uplevel your skills, your mindset, and step into your next level self, then you've come to the right place. Think of me as your business bestie as we navigate the ups and downs of entrepreneurship and life. Each week, I'll be taking you through business strategies, along with resources and actionable steps so that you can make your wildest dreams a reality. I invite you to be a part of the Success Club by subscribing to this podcast so that you never miss an episode. Thank you so much for pressing play today. And now let's get into it. Hello, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast I am so excited to be coming to you this week with an episode all about habits and basically how having really good, solid foundational habits can really set you up to be successful as an entrepreneur. If you've ever wondered why some entrepreneurs are successful and they're flourishing and everything seems to come easy to them and then others are not. I'm going to explain so much in this episode about how habits play a role in being successful. I also wanted to say, I am so excited to be back doing a little personal development episode for you guys. I loved doing my marketing series. It was so much fun to kind of talk about marketing, but I'm not going to lie. I definitely missed talking about personal development and talking about little pep talks and all these things that I do with you guys. So I'm really excited to be back on a personal development episode. My next few episodes are actually going to be personal development related as well. So I've listened to your feedback and I've heard a lot of really positive feedback about some of the episodes such as the goal setting episode and then the power of now and learning to be happy in the moment. So I definitely want to bring you guys some more you know, inspiring and motivational and personal development based episodes. So this episode is drawn from inspiration from the book, Atomic Habits by James Clear. Now I mentioned this book in one of my favorite things, um, a couple episodes back, but I just love the book so much. And I feel like there are so many good pointers from it. I really just wanted to do a whole episode about habits and also share some insights into some habits I've created and some things that have worked for me and helped me in my business. So first of all, we're going to talk about why habits matter for entrepreneurs The first thing I'm going to say is consistency over intensity always wins. You have to remember that building a business is more like a marathon and not a sprint. So it's going to be those things that you do day in, day out, consistently over time, over many weeks, months, even years that are going to really draw you to those big results that you're looking for. It also helps with automatic decision making. Because habits become a part of our daily routine, they become so ingrained in our brain that we don't even realize we're doing it. And in turn, that frees up our brain to have way more space to make big, high level decisions and not have to be worrying about what we're going to wear for that day, what we're going to eat for that day. These small things that should be on autopilot. I know it can sound a little bit boring talking about habits because it's something that we hear about frequently and it can seem like such a small, insignificant thing that sometimes when people are talking about it or you're being encouraged to build good habits, it's so easy to just say, I don't really care about habits. It's not a big focus of mine. I'm an entrepreneur. I have big goals. I have big things I'm trying to achieve and focusing on my habits is not something that's important to me. But one really powerful thing that you can gain from habits is the compound effect. And you can relate it to planting a tree. If you plant a tree, you know, the seeds are in the ground, you're not really going to see a lot of difference. But slowly over time, as the tree starts to grow, you'll see those seeds sprout and then a huge tree will come. But it's those initial early stages of watering the tree checking back to see if anything's happened where you can't actually see what is going on underneath the surface that can be really frustrating. And this is why I want to have a conversation around habits, because I know sometimes you might be putting in the work, you might be putting in the effort and not getting the results that you want, but it's because you're not waiting for that seed to shoot through and to actually see what it's going to become. The habits can seem really insignificant at the time, but they really do compound and give you a really big result in the end. So as an entrepreneur, this could mean small, simple tasks. It might mean networking for 10 minutes a day. So that could be going on social media and commenting on your ideal clients or others in your industry and supporting them and networking with them for a short amount of time every day. It could also mean putting time aside to read and to learn so that you're focusing on growing your mind and you're continually learning. It's just these small daily things that we do that really help to create a big overall picture. It's those small, consistent actions that pave the way for the big picture things. Another thing is that it helps to reduce your cognitive overload. So your brain is having to deal with a million and one things every day. We have to make decisions constantly every single day and I don't know if you guys have heard but Steve Jobs was famous for wearing the same clothes every single day he'd wear the same plain t-shirt and pants and shoes every single day because he didn't want to have to wake up in the morning and decide what to wear he just wanted it to be the same thing every day so that his brain was free to make the high level decisions at Apple that he needed to make rather than fretting or thinking about what he was going to wear every day. And if you think about being an entrepreneur, there are so many decisions that you have to make constantly. You are constantly being faced with, do I go left? Do I turn right? Every single day you have to make decisions. And if your brain is not in the optimum place to be making those decisions, you can actually experience what's called decision fatigue. This can actually impact the quality and the effectiveness of your decisions. So, that's why it's so important to have habits ingrained in your daily schedule because those things become automatic. You do them on autopilot, you don't have to think about it. And that way, it frees up your brain to focus on the challenges and come up with solutions to problems and do those really high level tasks that you know you need to do. One way you can do this is have a fixed routine for your daily morning routine. So, you could have a specific routine that you follow where you get up, you make coffee. You journal or you read, you do some exercise or some form of movement to get your body going, and then you eat breakfast and then you begin your work day. Having that automatic routine that you follow every single day is so beneficial. You don't wake up in the morning and think, am I going to work out today? Am I going to read a book today? Am I going to do these things? You've set up your morning routine specific to your goals and the things that you want to achieve. And it just becomes automatic, just like brushing your teeth. Another instance where an entrepreneur could use this is to have a fixed time every week where you work on your business, not in it. This is something I find with so many of my coaching clients. I will ask them, what time do you have set aside every week to work on your business? And some of them have set times, but some of them don't. And that is one of the first things I encourage them to do is mark out time in your calendar every single week that you will come hella high water work on your business and not in it. This is so important as an entrepreneur to find that time to really work on your business, to help it grow. And if you make it a habit, you make it something you do every single week, then it just becomes second nature and it's not difficult or it's not something that's hard for you because it's in your calendar, you're doing every week and it just becomes an automatic thing that you do. Another reason that habits are so powerful is because they act like an anchor in our life When times are turbulent, and I'm sure, as you would know, being an entrepreneur, it can be rough at times. It can definitely be up and down and back and forward, and you don't know what every day is going to bring. So by having those habits and those things that you do every single day, it really sets an anchor point in your life and in your day, something that you can return to. And it kind of gives you that security, knowing that you have those set habits in place. Another thing that you can use habits for is to build a personal brand. So if you are habitually sharing your knowledge or your insights, whether that's on a blog post or a podcast or through social media, you start to become known for your knowledge and for your expertise. If you start to regularly attend networking events, you become someone who's known as being a networker or just even being open to the possibility of networking and connecting with other people. I know personally, if I see someone on Instagram who's going to networking events, I feel far more comfortable reaching out to them to ask them a question or to connect with them because I know that they're open to connections and they're already doing that in their life. So I like to reach out to people that I can see are already looking for connections and are already networking or they're known as A networker, if that's even a word. (laughs) So it's really a way to build your personal brand through those things that you are habitually doing. Your habits really tell a story about you, even when you're not speaking. And in business, this narrative that's being spoken about you without you even saying it is really powerful in growing your business. So one of the great points that James Clear talks about in his book is the 1% improvement rule. So basically what he says is that if you aim to improve by 1% every day for a year, then you will be 37 times better by the end of that year. So if you're an entrepreneur, think about that for a second. If you can improve your product or you could refine your sales process just by 1% every day, then think about where your business could be one year from now. I've heard an example about this with an airplane. Let's say you are flying an airplane from here to New York. And if you were going to fly the airplane, you would have a clear set direction that you were going to go. The pilots go up in the plane, they put it on autopilot and the plane goes to that direction. Now, imagine if you change the pitch of the direction the plane was going in by one percent. You would end up in a completely different place, maybe even a different country, just by changing that pitch by 1% because it seems small at the start, but over time it grows and widens and the difference becomes bigger. And it's the exact same with our habits or with things that we're doing on a daily basis by just improving by 1% every day, which is so minuscule. It can have such a big result at the end of the week, at the end of the month, at the end of the year. Even if that means, let's say you're trying to connect with other entrepreneurs, reaching out to just one person a day or one person a week. Imagine doing that by the end of the year, you would have reached out to 52 people, which is insane. And who knows what kind of benefits that could bring to your business and to your network. You just have to remember, it's those tiny, small things that we do daily that add up in the end. And the 1% rule is a perfect example of that. The other thing that he talks about are the four laws of behavior change. So we have make it obvious, make it attractive, make it easy and make it satisfying. So first off, it's make it obvious. And oftentimes people in the health and fitness industry will say, if you want to work out in the morning, you need to lay out your workout gear with your sneakers by your bed. So as soon as you get up in the morning, you just put your gym clothes on and you are ready to go. You are making it obvious. And this is such a good piece of advice. If you can make anything obvious, any habit that you wanna bring into your business, it is so powerful. I firsthand experienced this recently with taking vitamins. I've been trying to take some more vitamins so that I can get my health good and I can really take care of myself. And it's really important to me to take these vitamins. I know I want to, I know I'll have more energy. I know that my iron levels will be better. Everything will be better if I can just take these vitamins. So what I did is I put all my vitamins out on my counter and I was taking them every day. I would see the vitamins there on the counter and I would take them. And then because I'm a little bit OCD and I don't really like mess and I don't like clutter and the vitamin bottles are all different colors and shapes and it doesn't fit in with the aesthetic of my home. I decided to put the vitamins away in the cupboard and I put them right next to where I get my coffee cups because I thought, okay, well, I'm getting my coffee cup every day. I'll see my vitamins and I'll take them but I stopped taking my vitamins and I realized like two weeks later that I hadn't taken my vitamins because it wasn't obvious. It wasn't in front of me to remind me every single day. So I had to pull them back out again because that was the only way it was going to happen. And I just would have to get over the fact that they don't look very aesthetically pleasing on my countertop, but the more obvious that you can make a habit, the more likely you are to do that. So as an entrepreneur, you want to kind of make These things that you want to do, or make these changes that you want to make really obvious so that you're making it as easy as possible for yourself to achieve those things. Another thing you can do is make it attractive. So, this is by pairing something that you don't want to do with something that you do want to do, or combining two things together that are complementary to each other. So, you might say, Okay, I'm going to make 15 sales calls, and once I do, I'm going to allow myself to go buy a coffee. As a reward for myself, or perhaps you've been watching too much Netflix or too much reality TV. And so you decide, okay, I love watching reality TV, but I'm only going to do it when I'm walking on the treadmill. So I have to exercise and I can watch my reality TV, but it makes the exercising less painful because I'm doing something that I love. So try to look for ways that you can make your habit change really attractive and make it something that's really exciting to you and rewarding for you. The third one is make it easy. So you want to try to streamline any processes that you have or automate anything that you would like to bring in so that it makes it easier for you. Making it as easy as possible is going to help you stick to these habits long term. So that is key. And then number four is make it satisfying. So every time you have some kind of a small win, celebrate it. If that means you put a dollar in a jar for every time you do a specific task and then you go spend that money on something that you really want, make it really satisfying and make it really exciting. So think about ways that you can reward yourself for completing those habits that you've set out. In a fast-paced world, time is everything. And for busy business owners like you, efficiency is key. That's why I use Flowdesk, the ultimate email building platform designed to save you time and skyrocket your business success. With Flowdesk, creating stunning emails is a breeze. Say goodbye to complicated interfaces and coding. Flowdesk's user-friendly editor empowers you to design captivating emails in minutes. They also have amazing automations which help you to save time and money. If you've ever gotten an email from me, you would have seen the beautiful design as I use Flowdesk for all my emails. Flowdesk offers a vast collection of templates crafted to match your brand's unique style. If you are interested in trying Flowdesk on a free trial, you can go to shakirajade.com forward slash Flowdesk to find out more or use my code shakirajade at checkout to save 50% off your first year. Join myself and thousands of other entrepreneurs who use and trust Flowdesk. Another segment in the book is talking about the importance of identity. And this one really hit home for me. He says that habits are not just about what you do, but about who you are. So he really emphasizes the power of identity based habits. So this isn't just about modifying your behavior. It's about your self perception and what you actually believe of yourself. So instead of saying, I'm trying to write a business plan, you would say, I am a planner or I'm someone who plans their business. And he gave an example in the book about this as well when it comes to smoking. So let's say someone is offered a cigarette. You could potentially say, no, I don't smoke anymore. And that is one response that is basically identifying as someone who used to smoke, but they no longer smoke. Or you could say, I am not a smoker. And that is such a definitive statement. That is an identity statement that is saying, I am not a smoker. I do not believe myself to be a smoker And it's almost telling yourself, I never have been, I never will do. It's a statement about yourself, which is so much more powerful than resisting the temptation or the urge to do something. You're actually creating your identity. So think about the kind of person that you want to become and the kind of goals that you want to achieve. Let's just say you want to be in really good shape and you want to you know, have a muscular body, or you want to be fit and you want to be able to run a marathon, you need to think what kind of habits does someone that runs a marathon have? Well, what kind of food do they eat? How do they train? What kind of priority do they put on training in their life? And it's the same with entrepreneurship. Let's say one of your goals is to be more financially stable, or you want to pay off your debt and you want to get ahead in that sense. When it comes to making a financial decision or a purchase, think about what kind of person who is debt-free and has a successful business, what kind of decision would they make? Or what sort of thinking process would they have to this financial decision? Try to put yourself in the position of that person and act as if you already are that person and you are making those decisions based on your identity. It's very different to say, I can't have that because I can't afford it or I can't make this financial decision because I'm not in a position to make it. As opposed to saying I am someone who makes really smart financial goals and I'm deciding not to make this purchase right now because it's going to help me get out of debt. It's going to get me to where I want to be. And this is who I am. I'm not missing out on anything. I'm not failing at anything. I'm actually acting as if the person that I want to be as if I'm already that person. Now, I want you guys to picture this for a second, that there are layers to our behavior change. So at the very surface, we have outcomes. So these are the goals that we wish to achieve. Some of the things I've mentioned, such as maybe it's being a healthy person. Maybe it's losing weight. Maybe it's getting out of debt. Maybe it's growing your business and being financially secure. These are all the end result that we want the outcome. Then if we go a little bit deeper, we have the process. So this is the how to, and this is the way that we're actually going to get there. So it might be the strategies. It might be the things that we do in order to get us to those goals. But then at the very core, very, very deep down lies our identity. So this is our belief and our self-perception. And this is the very core. Most people start with the goals in mind first, and then they work their way backwards, but he's suggesting you flip it. And you start working on your identity first. And the reason for this is because it's more sustainable and it's actually harmonized with our true selves and who we really are. And I personally have found this really helpful in my life. When I'm looking to make a change, I really start to think about the kind of person that I want to be. I do this often when it comes to leadership as well, because I look at other companies out there who have amazing leadership, or they have a great company culture. And when I'm faced with a decision, if it's dealing with a team member or it's having to deal with a supplier or deal with someone, I think about the kind of leader that not just the leader that I want to be, but the leader that I envision myself already to be. And I make the decision or I have the conversation as if I am that person. And this just helps so much to really embody what you want and what you're trying to achieve it really makes everything so much easier it makes the conversations easier it makes everything so much clearer when you're coming from that place where you truly believe that is your identity Another great thing about this is it shifts your focus from what you're actually trying to achieve or what the end goal is and focus more on your identity and who you want to become. So instead of saying, I want to make a million dollars, you say, I am a millionaire or I'm a person who makes money with ease and with flow. Once that identity is within you, it is so much more unshakable your external goals and the outcomes that you're trying to achieve could easily be swayed but when it's your identity and something you truly believe about yourself that is unshakable and no one or nothing can change that now when you're on this journey of changing your habits of course it's going to be hard And you might have setbacks at times, but remember to always celebrate the small wins. So no matter how big or small it is, remember to pat yourself on the back and look at how far you've come and give yourself credit for the things that you have done. If you don't take that time to just celebrate those small wins, life can just pass you by and you don't get to really celebrate or enjoy what you've worked so hard for. So definitely take the time to just celebrate any win that you have. Another aspect to the habits is the feedback loop. So your habits influence your identity and then your identity in turn influences your habits. So when you believe that you are a certain kind of person, you act in alignment with that belief. And then every action that you take reinforces that belief even further. So it becomes this feedback loop of action and thoughts, and it just keeps going. And that's what really builds the strength in your habits. This feedback loop is also incredibly empowering. So if you consistently act from a place of I'm a successful entrepreneur, then even when times are challenging and you are going through something, you can navigate that situation from a position of confidence and resilience. So if you take anything from today's episode remember this, the most effective way to change your habits is to focus not on what you want to achieve, but on who you want to become. That is the one thing. If you take nothing else away from this podcast today, that is the one thing. Another thing I want to talk about is the plateau, the old plateau. It's that time where you have been putting in effort consistently and things just aren't happening fast enough for you. Or they're not happening at all and things are just kind of cruising along and you're getting really bored and you're getting really frustrated. James Clear talks about this as being the plateau of latent potential. And he says this is where many people give up. They fail to see the results of their actions or of their habits. And so they just give up because it's too hard. It's like that example I gave at the start with the seed and planting the seed and watering it and constantly checking to see if it's growing and you're not seeing anything happen, whereas everything is happening under the surface. But one thing we need to realize is that without these periods of plateaus or of inactivity, we're not actually going to get to those highs that we're looking for. So for yourself, it might be a period of time where you just have steady work, but you don't have any real noticeable results. You might be laying all the groundwork. So let's say you're creating online course. You might be filming the videos or putting together the content in the background, getting everything ready and working so hard, but you're not actually seeing the sales or you're not seeing the feedback because it hasn't been released yet. So it can be something like that. Or it could just be that you are trying different things in your business and you're trying to see what works and you're not seeming to have any luck with all the different things that you're trying. But these time periods are so important. You obviously can't launch a digital course or launch a new business or launch a new service without putting that extra time and effort to get it to that place so this is a time where we really need to be patient and we need to really keep ourselves focused this is again where habits come in because if you've got solid habits in place you'll be able to maintain those habits even when you're feeling bored or even when you're feeling unmotivated Or during those times where you're not really seeing the growth or the big results that you want from the hard work that you're putting in. Another thing that a plateau can signify is maybe it's time for you to make a pivot. It could be a signal for you that you need to change something up in your business or try something different. I'm sure you guys have heard of Netflix and I don't know if you know, but they actually started out as a DVD rental company. So people could rent DVDs, they would post them out and people would send them back. They were almost like a virtual video store. They started to see the market shift and they adapted and changed. And Netflix, of course, are who they are today. One of the most successful businesses in the world, as opposed to blockbuster who just kept doing the same old thing. They kept doing their video stores. They kept renting out DVDs and videos, and they didn't adapt to the change that was inevitably coming. So when you have a plateau, this is a really good time to look at your business Look at what you're doing and see if there is something that needs to change, or maybe there is a pivot that you need to make. And now because you've had this plateau and you've had this time of steadiness, you actually have the mental capacity to look at what you're doing or what could possibly change. So instead of viewing it as a negative thing, try to view it as what can you gain from this time period? You can also look at a plateau as a time to refine things in your business. So if you're constantly having rapid success, like if your business is growing so fast, you're most likely not going to be able to keep up with it. And I have experienced this in my business as well. There's definitely been time periods where he's grown so fast And then I wasn't able to keep up. I didn't have the systems in place. I didn't have the people in place. I didn't have things set in order for growth. And I was kind of chasing my tail And it wasn't a good feeling. This is when customers can be let down. Team members can be let down. Things can go wrong. mistakes can be made because you weren't quite ready for that level of growth. So if you are going through a plateau, remember that it can be a time where you can really refine your systems and set yourself up for the future. So get ready now for what is going to come so that when you do have that growth and you do have that next burst of success, then you're actually able to be prepared for that and you're not going to be blindsided. And remember, it's all about the journey, not the destination. So going through a plateau is completely normal. It is all a part of the entrepreneurial journey and just try to enjoy the phase that you're in. It's not always about more, more, more and constant success. It's about those periods of downtime and those plateaus that give us time to think and give us time to restructure or to pivot. And they are really important in running a business. So I hope today's episode was helpful. I honestly love talking about habits. I love the book Atomic Habits. If you have not read it, I would definitely recommend it. It is a really easy read. It's very interesting. There are so many great points in it, and I'm sure you will absolutely love it. So I also wanted to talk about my favorite things. So my favorite thing for this week is Gary V. I actually went to a event on the weekend. It was for entrepreneurs and Gary V was the headline speaker and I love him. I think he just keeps it so real. He's so relatable and he, he's just a very endearing person. And I love hearing him speak. I love following him on Instagram and I really enjoyed hearing him speak live. This event also had some amazing other speakers as well. And I just gained so much from being there. I even felt like when I walked into the room, the energy of just being in that room was exciting. Everybody that was there was there for a reason. They wanted to improve themselves. They wanted to better their life. And they decided to go and spend their Saturday sitting in a room, listening to speakers to try to improve themselves. And I actually said that to my friend who I went with. I said, how exciting is it that we get to be here surrounded by people that are all trying to grow and are trying to be the best version of themselves? It's not too many times that you get to be in a room like that. And it's really exciting. You could honestly talk to anyone in the room and you can feel that energy radiating from them. And it's just Super exciting. I loved it. It was a really fun event. So that's one of my favorite things. And I want to just say, I know I've said this before, but if you have the opportunity to put yourself out there and go to an event or go to something where you can be surrounded by other entrepreneurs or other people who are interested in personal development you will feel so much better. You will leave feeling inspired, motivated. You'll absolutely learn something because you always learn something. Even a lot of the information that we heard on the weekend are all things that I've heard before. I only heard a couple of things that I hadn't ever heard. A lot of it was just repetitive from things I already knew, but am I actually putting those things into action? Am I actually living that in my everyday life? So just to have that reminder, of what we need to be doing in order to keep growing and to keep flourishing. It's so important to just remind yourself and just be in those rooms where you can be with those people. So that's my favorite thing from this week. If you have any cool events coming up or you see anything coming up, DM me on Instagram, cause I'd love to know what's going on either online or in person. I love attending events and I'm always keen to check new ones out. So definitely send me any cool ones that you might see. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I'll be back same time next week. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. If you enjoyed it or got some value from it, please share it with a friend who you think might like it also. If you're feeling extra generous, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review on Apple podcasts. This helps me to reach more people and spread my message to those who need it the most when growing their business. Thanks once again, and I'll see you here next week.